Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. That's us. Hi. Hey, bud. Hi. This is Cinnabuds, and today we are talking a very non-spoilery version of The Avengers Infinity War. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. Who the hell are you guys? Avengers Infinity War is the culmination of years of building in the Marvel Universe. This movie finds all of the characters in the Marvel Universe fighting against the mighty Thanos. Mm-hmm. Is it Thanos or Thanos? It's Thanos. The mighty Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos is on a mission to gather six infinity stones that allow him to destroy the universe, at least a large majority of it, at the snap of his fingers, should he get all the infinity stones. The Marvel Universe and Avengers, all of them are there to stop him from doing so. Yeah, that's high stakes. The universe is at stake here. Just the universe, guys. So what did you think of uh, Avengers Infinity War? Lots to talk about. This. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, it is impressive that it's all built to this. I, I don't know how many, uh, I'm I'm going to say roughly 3,000 movies before this. Yep. Uh, years and years of building, yeah. many, many hours gone in, and it yeah. all comes down to this. Yeah. So it's impressive in scope. I'll be honest, when I watched it, um, it reminded me of the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, they didn't build those up in the same way. It's just, but it had the same scope and energy and, uh, you know, how they divide the story into the characters going on their separate adventures, how that feeds into the the whole One plot. And they also have those big, really impressive uh, battle scenes. Yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot. I really thought that we found Marvel hitting its stride in this movie in terms of balance at the, at the beginning we had some superhero movies that were really, really dark for a while. Yeah. You know, your Batman, even they had dark Superman for a bit. They had dark Fantastic Four, which yeah. is the most ridiculous thing to make a dark version right. of. Right. So we went there and then <laughs> we got really, really light <laughs> with Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man. And I think here they've really honed in on striking a balance between the two. I, I think they understand that. Sometimes it's really cool to be like cavalier in the face yeah. of danger, but also you need to get like punched in the face every once in a while right. to like still think that that villain yeah. is real. And I think they they kind of hit that in terms of tone here. Yeah, Marvel is better than DC in terms of writing and also in terms of understanding the tone that's going to work because you're right about all those trends that you just mentioned are correct and I feel like when all the DC movies hit they got lucky with the Batman movies because they hit that dark vein right at the brink of it when that was and Batman that makes sense to make that, those movies dark because he's a kind of a dark character he's very mm-hmm. inside his head but um, then DC says oh it worked for that let's do it with everything so at the end of it you felt good about it Yeah, well worth the two hours and 30 minutes. There is a sequel. This is one half of the Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, You're going to go see the second. I have to. Yes, I think so too. Definitely going to see the second. Obviously, people love it as well. Uh, It was the biggest opening weekend in movie history, overtaking Star Wars The Force Awakens and netting uh, $258 million domestically. We like it. You have probably seen it, according to the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Statistically speaking, you've seen it. 
Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and thank you gifts that you can show off your 88.9 pride. All right, now we're back and we can get into spoiler. <laughs> I hope we never have actual sound effects for it. I hope it's always you Me doing being it. Being all the sound effects, yeah. I think that uh, you're going to be the Michael Winslow. <laughs> um, spoiler alert: <clears throat> half the people die. Everyone dies except some. <laughs> yeah. How do we feel about it? Uh, I. You know what? I feel. It was necessary and it was perfectly fine. I get it. But it's always more impactful when it's like two or three die and you think, oh, they're really dead for sure. Oh, man. I have lots of thoughts about the impermanence of death on this movie. Oh, and in comic books in general, comic books have a hilarious tradition trying to make money by killing off things people like Captain America and then yeah. and Spider-Man but no one who reads comic books and I'm not even like firmly in that world like I used to and uh-huh. I'm still aware that they will bring them back it's no one ever dies <laughs> no one ever dies I liked this movie a lot I thought that Thanos has this great uh desire for balance yeah. that as a villain I kind of like his his like I I am thinking that I'm doing the right thing for right. the world because that's ultimately that's how like the real world villains happen where like you really yeah. believe that you're doing something good but you're doing something bad. Right. And his kind of like thin idea of like we're going to make everyone better by like killing half the people. Right. It's this great I think it's an idea that we have like in politics a lot where it's like here's this issue that has like many things that that uh, contribute to it and we're going to solve it all by just like one big Hack, idea. Yeah, hacking away at something yeah. without thinking. And uh and so that's kind of like what he's doing in this and he does for me it felt like does it all mean nothing? <laughs> yeah. If you can bring somebody back to life in yeah. an instant or in the next movie where the stakes literally in every single movie are life and death. Right. It is a battle. There's a winner and there's a loser, but it doesn't matter if you win and it doesn't matter if you lose. Right. It, it really kind of like messed with my head. I got out of this movie and I was like, I I love this if everybody stays dead. <laughs> you know? I was like, this is the most badass movie of all time if we're not getting a Black Panther 2, if we're yeah. not getting a Spider-Man 2, if we're not getting, uh, you know, all the people that died, if they stay dead. I'm like, if they commit to that death, yeah. that's... You know, that's bleak. That's I love, dark. Yeah. I love that. You, I love the idea of you leaving a movie called Avengers Infinity War with it all means nothing. <laughs> I, that's like kind yeah. of how I felt, no. you know? Yeah. With superhero movies, it's uh, that's the thing. You can't trust. I mean, I get it. It's fantasy and it's kind of ridiculous fantasy, uh-huh. but you can't uh, you get involved in these characters. So, of course, someone dying is like, oh, that's that's serious. Like you really went for it. Um, but you know they're coming back. They and they even kind of pointed at it a couple times in this movie, like with Loki, who seems to truly be dead in this movie. Yeah. But even Thor said like he's been dead a couple times before. Yeah, which is <laughs> hilarious. And it's kind of a like, hilarious reference to what they do. Right. So for me, it kind of takes those like those big swells and you really want to believe in the movie and and, and uh suspend your belief. Yeah. It's just so hard 
for me, it makes that emotional impact a lot less when the whole payoff is like, oh my God, they died. Yeah. To me, once they like they come back again and again, and then it's like, oh well, right. Who cares? Now I will say that the 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 way they do it, I mean, considering what the story is, and the story is mildly written before they even make the screenplay, like it's yeah. based on a storyline from the comic books. But um, the way they ended it in the film, which you have seen, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so worried I'm going to spoil it for somebody by accident. No. Um, is is brutal and dark. I mean, sure, you kind of get an idea that at least most of these people are coming back. But at the end of the movie, Thanos essentially wins, barely, yeah. but he wins, pushes one button, and half of the world disappears. Many of the superheroes that you're kind of really, really, really fond of, they just turn to dust. Right. And you're watching, you're like, which ones are going to turn to dust? Which ones are going to stay behind? And you're watching... Um, and then the movie ends. Yeah. So that, I mean, that, I did leave thinking that's pretty brave. I thought so too. And in going into this movie, like let's back to it. It sounds like we're saying yeah. a lot of bad things about this. We really did like this. Oh yeah. And, uh, I think that this was the balance that the superhero world needs because you go in being like, it's good versus evil. Good's going to win. Yeah. Every single time. And here, uh, it's, it was like, here's the culmination of everything. Good has to win. Right. And bad wins. Right. I thought that was a really badass move. Yeah. Uh, Even knowing that, you know, the second movie, there's another movie coming out where you kind of know that it's, that's at least, they're going to win. Yeah. But they're going to win. But it, not this far. You don't get it yet. Right. And also, like, with the, with the superhero movies, you kind of... You're going to get frustrated if you kind of look at them and take a step back and be like, be like, oh, I only like this if there's going to be no Black Panther 2. And then knowing that there's a Black Panther 2 yeah. being like, you know, this is all meaningless. Looking at it one at a time is the way to that's the way that like comic books are yeah. written, you know. Yeah. And so it's good to take a look at them one at a time. So let's go back and analyze some of these uh, like what they what they did in this movie, how yeah. how they make all of these characters. I mean, there are 23 characters on the poster. Yeah. And those are all lead characters. Yeah, that's true. Um, so the one of the way that they they put them all into this movie is kind of budding them up. Yeah. Is kind of pairing them up. To me, I felt like some of the pairings really worked and some of them, uh, there were yeah. just too many to do. The most successful, the funniest, yeah. the best was definitely Star Lord and Thor. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a really good plot line. I I thought that they both of those characters they come in. Part of the good thing is like you know where all these characters are coming from. You know their yeah. backstory. Yeah, and I thought that between Star Lord and Thor, the interaction between them. Yeah. Gate added to both of their characters for sure, and it, they both come from movies where they focused on the humor in those in those yeah. movies, especially the last Thor and like the last couple Thors, and then obviously Guardians of the Galaxy was essentially the movie that made everyone say, "Oh, these can be funny. Mm -hmm. These can be funny." And you put them together, those two hilarious egos in the same room, and that that was really that was a good good combination. And then you also have Groot. And Rocket Raccoon, which also very funny. I mean, that was a really good combination. I actually really liked um, Iron Man and Doctor Strange together. 
Yeah, that was super fun. Because that was a surprising uh, combination that ended up being funnier. Because, again, egos. Because there's a lot of ego. Yes. And you get those in a room together. Very different. One's science, one's magic. Yeah, and those both have funny. ego, but, like, in a different way. They also have the same facial hair, which I was really waiting for them to address. <laughs> I think they missed a joke opportunity, or maybe that hit the uh, cutting room floor, but I was like, you guys have the same hair and the same (laughs) facial hair. Someone say something. And then uh, also Iron Man and uh, uh, Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. That that already has some interplay with the last Spider-Man. It is an adorable relationship. It is so cute. I liked it in the last uh, Avengers movie, and uh, or as actually the Civil was technically it was a... uh, Captain America movie, but where they introduced him and their his like mentor mentee relationship yeah. with Spider Man is really adorable. I really and it's very funny. Speaking of Captain America, I felt like Captain America was, was one of those characters where it was like we didn't have enough time for you, so we're yeah. not really going to give you a whole lot. I oh, felt, in the movie, in yeah. This movie? yeah. I yeah. feel like every time Chris Hemsworth was on screen, I felt nothing. And same with like Black Panther, I was like waiting. The Chris for Evans, it. you mean? Chris Evans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I was waiting for them to have a a moment. Yeah. And uh, they didn't really but it it would be impossible for everybody yeah. to have a moment. There's that's the problem they have with and I think they did it better in this movie than they do in most of the what is essentially the third movie in a in a franchise. They try to bring out all the big guns. Mm-hmm. The worst example of this for me was X-Men 3. Yeah. Um X-Men 3 <clears throat> is awful because they uh they really tried to fit in like literally 50 new characters. Yeah. I mean, some of them you just see in the background, but if you're familiar with the books at all, you're like, oh, that's that one. And that was kind of cool. But then they have this big battle at the end, which decent, but it really, there's literally no time to develop, but maybe like two or three of those characters or those relationships. But uh, this one, not only was it like two hours, 40 minutes, something like that. So they had a little bit more time, but you've already, you have all these movies backing them up. So you've already got some back knowledge of what's going on with them. So you Mm -hmm. can have more fun. Mm -hmm. But yeah, with as many as they had in this movie, even with all that, you can't do all of it. And I feel like Captain America, he's less interesting to hear talk unless he's giving like inspirational speeches. Yeah. So they, they had one moment where... Like the battle was going poorly, and then all of a sudden he pops out, and then you, everyone in the theater's like, "Oh, now it's gonna right? turn around." I feel like we're primed for yeah. an inspirational moment. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I bet he'll have uh, like a bigger uh, impact in the second movie. Did like he live? That. There's some I can't remember who lives. Yeah, and dies. that's a good question. I think he did. I don't recall. There were so many people that turned to dust. Mm-hmm. Many I was surprised by. I thought that Iron Man was going to die for sure. Yeah. Well, no, that he, he pro he was. Uh, Thanos made a promise to Doctor Strange in order because there was that oh, one right. where he's like, that if he you was... save him, right? I don't know if that was conscious or not, but uh, yeah, it was it was delightfully dark. Even if you even if you're just like, yeah, in the next movie they're all coming back. I do wonder. Dark. There's a couple of you who died. So at the end, obviously, everyone turns to ash, and or not everyone, half of them turn to ash. But throughout the movie, there was a couple of deaths that occurred before that. Yeah, that, uh, I think those characters are done for good. And I kind of feel like those are the deaths that you can be like, right. those might Loki, be just out. And, Gamora. Uh, and Gamora. Right. And I think those are the only two. Yeah, for I, sure. So we'll see. Avengers Infinity War, delightfully dark. Yeah. And funny. Oh, and, and, deli- funny. and surprisingly good funny throughout. Yeah, we'll see the next one.
Yeah, I wasn't really pleased. And here is where we turn to dust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of us will a, turn to dust, yeah. Christopher. Oh Which God. one will it be? That's so true. I mean, I like you, but I hope it's you. <laughs> I hope it's me, too. <laughs> Get some rest, you know. That was a conversation on Infinity War. Let's do a word on superhero movies in general. What's your word, Christopher? Well, someone recently said to me, um, asking me about movies in general, like, so these superhero movies, when are they going to be done? Yeah. And they're, clearly some people are exhausted by them. There's so many. Yes. I feel like it's any other genre. I don't want them to be done. I want them to be better. Yeah. Like, it's the same if you said, what about horror movies? When are we going to stop? making those i think they will stop being the number one though yeah you know i think they're like uh, like everything there is a time and flow there right. they can't be the i think the number one summer blockbuster every year i think they will get replaced by a something yeah i think right now we're at the peak i can't see them going any higher but i i mean, think they'll exist on to infinity yeah war yeah, <laughs> but parentheses war. But um, I do think that uh, you know, maybe there will be a fall from grace, or I, I think that something else will replace them eventually. Sure, you know, it's kind. Of, I really think if you're going to have a blockbuster out of all the big blockbusters, they're really the best going on right now. Yeah, but there's so many that of course there's some crappy ones. Yeah, but that's the same with any genre. I don't want them to go away. I think they're some of them are really really impressive, and they're getting through to interesting audiences. Yeah, um, I think they're great right now. I'd rather see that than than a video game in the '80s remade or like yeah. Like who's the boss? Yeah. Made into like a giant uh, adventure. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's I, it's more original than uh, than a lot of them. Yeah, I would say my word on superhero movies is that it's okay not to love every single one. For sure, I will be straight up with my dislike for the superhero movies that I dislike. Yeah. To me, they're they're not precious, and it's okay if you say like that you don't like every single one. That you, I think you should be entitled to your opinion there. For sure. And, um, or none of them. If you don't like them, then not your cup of tea. That's fine. You Go don't have find to your cup of tea. That's it. fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't you want, do I, don't, you. I don't need them to go away. I right. Just, I don't need them to go away. I just want to see the good ones. I don't need ones. to love every single one, too. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was our discussion on the Avengers Infinity War. Okay, Polly, what are we talking about next week? Oh, I don't know. We don't know. We'll All find right. something. We'll find something. Cinebuds is produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab. Our theme song is done by Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. And it's all supported by your membership. Subscribe to the podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.